0: Now, I would like to to shift the conversation to a few quick-fire questions, yet another opportunity for us to get to know you a little bit better. And I would like to start off with this question. What is your philosophy
1: as a coach? Um, My philosophy as a coach is that you need to create um, a teamwork in a team. And the strategy is uh, depending on the qualities and the culture of the country and the qualities of the players. I think that 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 sums up how I work. And I do. Then I build them from a, from a, a certain starting point, step by step, every every moment a little little bit further and further and further. And I think my strength is to create that method for each team, and that path is different for each team.
0: Definitely. You mentioned it earlier, Desiree Alice, uh, the coach who is now the head coach of Banyana Banyana at the moment. Tell us a little bit about your journey with Desiree Alice and also what makes her such an incredibly
1: powerful and strong coach. Um, we, um, I, when I go to a country, I always want to have the, my assistant from the country, and preferably a woman, um, because to give women a chance, one, uh, to create
0: journey with Desiree Ellis and also what makes her such an incredibly
1: powerful and strong coach? Um, We, um, when I go to a country, I always want to have my assistant from the country and preferably a woman um, because to give women a chance, one, uh, to create continuity because women stay in the game and they deserve to to get the chance and, of course I could have never dreamed that to to find an assistant that was so close to me uh, and we're so such great friends and um, every every week we have contact still. Um, yesterday I was still in contact with her. Um, so um, by the way with many plays with Tembi this morning and uh, Linda last week and Shalene also every week so and, and many more. Um, and but that's way um, her strength is that, Um, she she did not throw everything out. She kept continuity uh, because that base was the strength. Um, If you would have brought in, for example, a man unexperienced with women's football, um, he would have started um, with a, a new journey. So that means that you have to start over again. And Desiree kept going on with the journey. Um, and I have advised uh, several times that it's the best, best option to get Desiree because she, um, she grew um, during those two years, but she had a really own idea and own philosophy of how to, how to deal with it. And of course, she adapted to the things that she wants, wanted to add. Um, And which is fantastic because she became coach of the year, um, coach of uh, Africa and is involved in FIFA now. So I'm so proud of her journey and her development. And um, she's a key person of women's football in Africa now, in the world, I would say.
0: Let's talk a little bit about some of the Banyana Banyana players that made the national team debut when you were the head coach. Who are some Mm. of those
1: names that you still remember? Oh, oh! I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Linda and Tembi, of course. Um, uh, uh, Makabana. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, almost the whole team. I think. Uh, I think there were a few. Amanda Lamine, Janine Van Wijk, Noko, uh, Matlu. Uh, of course, Mpumi. Um, those are Fifi. Those were the core players already there. Um, but. Um, many other Leander Smeda was already there. It, it was a core players that were already in, in that squad and, and many of them failed it. But for me, it's been a growth of journey and and I, I don't know how many players made their a, made a debut, um, but there's so many players that have benefited from it because um, we took also care of, of the youth development system. And if you see the players coming in now, uh, taking over from the big stars, uh, slowly, um, yeah, you can see that the journey goes on, and and every coach will have the the debutants in in the squad, like like in those uh, those stamps
0: Definitely, let's take let's take you back to your playing days as a player. Now you played as a defender. Tell us a little bit about some of the toughest players that you faced in
1: international football. Do you remember some of those? Of course, yeah, Michelle Akers. Um, I remember we played two games against USA um, and, and that has been for me an eye opener. Like um, the first game we had a goalkeeper, um, the first goalkeeper who, when the ball came high, we had we had agreed and we trained it. Everything was for her. So I even went away from her to give my goalkeeper space to get all the balls. So Michelle Agus had no chance. Three days later, we had to play USA again, um, but our goalkeeper had to go back to a club. And the second goalkeeper, inexperienced, did not dare to come off her line. So there was this moment that this ball was coming high. And I thought I need to jump because the goalkeeper is not coming. And I was the best header of the team. eh? And the moment I wanted to jump, the hips of Michelle Akers were already here. (laughs) And I could only watch high up. How she uh, how she just had a free, had a boof into the goal. It was the only goal my personal opponent has scored in my whole career. And um, I learned so much from that because if you don't have teamwork, if you don't have those tasks in difficult moments that you need to get those extra qualities out with each other, um, then you won't succeed. So the next time we played Michelle Akers, I made sure that we sandwiched her, <laughs> that there's always one in front and me behind, and together we could cope with her. Another one is bigger, bigger Prince from Germany. Fantastic, what a player, so strong. But that was such a great fight, such a great fight, and uh, overall, I won from her. <laughs> but it is, it was, it had to come out of my toes. It, it really had to come out of my toes, and it was fantastic to play a player of that caliber. Tell us a little
0: bit about what type of a player were you back in your days? Were you more cool, calm, and collected, or were you more of an aggressive player, taking on um, the attackers
1: that are coming your way? <clears throat> it sounds funny, but I think it was more both, because I read in a, in a magazine an interview with a player with an opponent of me, and um, they ask the same question: Who's the most difficult player? And She said, Vera Pau, if I need to play her, I don't sleep the whole week. And she's a beast on the pitch. And I thought, Because in my whole career, 89 caps, I only received two yellow cards as a central defender and being a dominant player, an aggressive player. So I'm cool in the sense of that I always played within the rules of the game and I wanted to dominate within the rules of the game. Um, And... um, But but still being obviously, otherwise you wouldn't say that, obviously very aggressive in that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Tell us a little bit about how many international caps did you actually earn? And do you remember some special matches that you played during your your tenure with the national team?
1: Yeah, it was 14 years and um, 89 caps. So now you've got 89 caps if you play in the Netherlands after four years or, or something. But back then, you only had three, four, five uh, caps a year, and then later, a few more. So um, I, w- I was a year uh, playing professionally in, in Italy. Back then, you couldn't play then for your country. And that's also the reason why I went back, because playing for your country was my biggest uh, biggest thing. Um, but um, yeah, the, the best, my, my, my most memorable games was Germany at home we won 1-0 that was that game against bergen price mm-hmm. that i had to uh, i had to to keep her away from from that goal um, she was my personal opponent um, other games uh, the, that usa game the first usa game that we won and then without that goalkeeper being slaughtered uh, three days later uh, from winning 3-1 we lost 7-0, so that's that's a lesson. If you don't have a goalkeeper dominating your area, then against better teams, because they were ranked 1 and we were ranked 32, then against better teams, you have no chance. Um, other games, yeah. I, when I stopped playing, I remembered every single minute of every single game. Um, from a friendly at home against Norway, mm-hmm. um, winning that to a qualifier away against Norway that we had no chance um and and just being robbed of all illusions (laughs) um so yeah what were the best the the whole journey it's a process i think that i joined most uh and that i have missed most um playing the games itself I, I i was a very nervous player before the game um i hated it um and every game i thought i don't have to do this to myself i can be at home with my legs on the couch and watching TV, I don't have to do this. And then after every game, I said to myself, "Right, this is why I do it, because this is the best thing that that you can do." Um, so although people found me calm, my environment when I spoke about it, eventually nobody realized because I was the captain. Uh, they said you were always the calm factor in the team. Well, inside, not inside, I was. I was always very, very nervous for every single game. So um, I was a player that that was experiencing things very intensely. Um, But in the game, um, it was just about the team. It was never about myself, like like me as a coach. Uh, I think that is because I'm one of a triplet. We always had to do things together. So it was never about me. Um, And in the game, I was more serving others than that. I was, um, let's say, creating the things myself. Um, and in that, uh, yeah, in that, obviously, I was, I was okay because otherwise she would not start every international game and never been sub.
0: Definitely. Now. We, we spoke about it earlier, and I would like to, to come back to this point. You said that each and every single national team that you go to, you try to immerse yourself in the culture and the experience of, of the country. I would like to find out from you, given the different nations that you've coached, which country had the most memorable cultural experience for you?
1: That's South Africa, for sure. Um, and with South Africa, of course, on one end of the spectra- spectrum, and Russia on the other end of the spectrum. Although the warmth of the common people in in Russia was very close to the warmth of the uh, of the common people in South Africa, but the culture experience with the dancing and the singing and apps that was so amazing. I still have videos that, that it's coming so close to me, um, and and the the the, the joy and. Um, when I was when I was talking about more the culture and the backgrounds and where they were coming from and um, oh, of course life is more difficult in in South Africa than in the Netherlands because we are spoiled birds when we're here the things that people find difficult here I just I mean it's, it's 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 laughable if you compare it with the difficulties that people in South Africa face. Um, but the way that they say, we just enjoy life, coach. That's what they said. We just enjoy life. We just want to make something of our lives, and and uh, um, and and they emit that also. And uh, they had fun with each other. And but when the whistle went, they gave everything for their country, and and they left the whole belongings in the in in the dressing room, the whole whole um, emotional part um, that could could interfere with their game like all the troubles that they had or what they had experienced they all left that in the dressing room and their let out was on the pitch and they really were fighting for their country their country was everything their flag was everything their people was everything their fans were everything Um, and that is what really changed me as a person
0: absolutely beautiful You're locked onto the Sport MVT Insider, a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport. Coming up this Friday, our athletes, coaches, and administrators answer the questions that you have always wondered about. If you haven't sent through your questions yet, just slide into our DMs, tell us your name, where you're from, and leave your questions, and we will make sure that we ask them. Keep it locked onto Sport MVT, where we celebrate women in sport.